0: Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Serve Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National and Community Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. In this episode, we're speaking with two AmeriCorps seniors volunteers from RSVP of Dane County to learn about the service they're doing to help others in the community. First up, we're talking with Jim Jenkins about his AmeriCorps senior service with RSVP of Dane County. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Sure. Well, Jim, could you start off by telling us a little bit about your AmeriCorps senior service with RSVP of Dane County? I retired
1: from a career in law enforcement in about 2003, and I was looking for something to do. I, you know, I, being in law enforcement, I retired at age 55 or a little bit older, and I was looking for something to do that would fill my time and let me help people at the same time. And so I, I grabbed the yellow pages, if you remember those, and went to volunteer. I looked up volunteer and there are several opportunities there. And one of them was a big, well-known organization. And I thought, I'll check them out. And I went over to their office and they set me in front of a computer. And I looked at volunteer opportunities and I left there feeling a, a little bit underwhelmed, I guess. And and I, I had also looked up RSVP of Dane County. And I went to their office and I sat down with a person named Jan Karst and, and Jan started talking to me and interviewing me and asking what I like and what I'd done in my life and and what I'd like to do and that kind of thing. And we had a great conversation and she based on that could suggest several volunteer opportunities through RSVP. I started out with the Red Cross. And I started working as a volunteer responding to disasters and started out responding to local disasters, fires mainly, helping clients and put out of their homes because of fires or or other disasters to find housing and get them back on track a bit. As I gained experience in that, I started doing uh, national events like Hurricane Katrina was the biggest one. And Uh, another hurricane down in Florida, forget the name now, and the Midwest flooding in want to say 2008. And so I did a little traveling and and working in those disasters. And I ultimately became a team leader here in, in Madison. I had a team that would go out and respond mostly again locally. So I did that for a long time. While I was doing that, I got involved in RSVP administratively by joining the board and so did some training through Triad. Triad is a part of RSVP that brings seniors and law enforcement together to talk about topics involving safety and health and that kind of thing and security. And I started doing training in disaster response and you know, protecting yourself from fire and and Norms and that kind of thing. That's how I started out. And I also, you know, wound up on the board of RSVP. So that's how I got going. And since then, I've, I've done an awful lot of other things there since I think it was probably 2004 that I started.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you for that variety of different yeah, service sure. pieces. And then, so looking at those, you said you started off doing volunteering through RCP with the Red Cross, doing some disaster relief pieces. Right. So, was it all doing the disaster response stuff, or what could you describe some of the preparedness stuff, things you might have worked with people with? Well, yeah.
1: I did trainings, uh, again, usually through RSVP and Triad, talking about how people could protect themselves and prepare for things like anything from fire to winter storms to tornadoes, floods, all the things that we typically, you know, see in in our area of the country. So, you know, that was was fun. I actually worked with Margie Zutter on that. She and I did the trainings together, and that's where I met her. So... uh, yeah and and I at the Red Cross, I also transported blood to hospitals from blood drives and things like that to the Red Cross from hospitals. and I guess that was it for the Red Cross, but I did that for like I don't know I think 14 years and then it, it was really physical sometimes, you know, the disaster relief. and as I got a little bit older and, and things started to wear out on me a little bit, I backed off of that.
0: And then I know you did some other pieces. You said you've been working with the Triad Committee on doing some of those. So are you doing some of the presentations for that? Are you doing some of the work on just the organizing?
1: Yeah, mostly organizing. I've, I've done some presentations along with people from the fire department about, again, disaster preparedness. Most recently, I've done winter preparedness stuff. They do a piece of fire preparedness, and then I talk about preparing your home with winter coming and and driving in winter conditions. Mostly, it's been in the organizational, you know, side of things, coming up with speakers, planning programs, along with you know a committee of people. I mean, it wasn't just me doing that.
0: And then, speaking of driving. And winter mm-hmm. conditions. I know that another role that you take is that you have served as a volunteer driver for RCP. So you can tell us about the service you do volunteering as a driver.
1: Yeah, this is one of our biggest programs. I actually just got started doing this late last winter, early spring, I think. But what we do is we take people who can no longer drive to medical appointments. There's also a whole contingent of people that drive meals on wheels. I I don't do that, but I take people to medical appointments. And this morning, for instance, I took a woman who was getting a COVID test prior to some surgery next week. It could be anything, you know, it's just usually a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment or something like that. We pick them up and wait for the appointment to be done and bring them home. And you get to meet so many nice people that way. It's, it's really a a neat program.
0: That's wonderful. And do you have some people that are repeat riders you see over and over again? Well, I, as I say, I just started
1: and then I took a break because I had a knee replacement in May. And so then I couldn't drive for a few weeks, you know, so then I I started back about a month ago, I guess. I've had one repeat rider, but I expect that I'll have a lot over the years to come as long as I can do it anyway. That'll be wonderful.
0: And then you yeah. can just develop those relationships with folks and keep those conversations rolling time after Absolutely. time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And Jim, I know you said you're on the RSVP board. So you tell us about what your service on the board entails.
1: There are two elements to the administration of the organization. And and one is that Paid staff, Margie Zutter and, and Diana. I think you've met all the people that work there. And then there's the board of directors, and and we set the you know larger policies and assist with the budget and evaluation of different programs within the organization. I've been doing that for many years, actually since 2004. The previous year and a half, I was president of the board, and now I'm just stepped back to be a board member with the president's term is two years and and that's what I finished so I w- I also served as the secretary of the board for several years back in the mid-2000s that's you know pretty much what I've done I'm, I chair a couple of the committees on the board and I'm active on other committees on the board develop policy and, and things like that we work real well with the staff it's, it's a symbiotic kind of relationship
0: that's great and I think you said you finished being the president about a year and a half ago? Yeah,
1: I think so. Something like that, yeah.
0: So what was the experience like and what are some things that you all had to do as a board and as RCP to help respond to the COVID pandemic that you were faced oh, with? Oh my God, to help yeah.
1: Well, this is something that we're so proud of our staff for because they they kept things running. We had to back off. We had to hold our meetings on Zoom and we had to stop several of, of our programs because, you know, for instance, we work in schools. Well, they weren't, you know, schools were closed. We have people who go into the classrooms. And help with the kids, you know, tutoring and that kind of thing. And they couldn't do that. What I think Margie and Diana did and the other staff members, too, worked out some unique ways of keeping the people in contact with their students and in contact with their schools and that kind of thing. And all of the programs maintained as much as they could in that way. For instance, the driving program was shut down for a while, because again, people were not getting together. People weren't getting medical appointments for, you know, and I was president right at the start of it. So we were all plunged into it together. But we have a, a group of people that want to get the job done, That you know, kind of a can-do attitude all around. And so it was never like, what the heck are we going to do? It was, how are we going to do it? And I'm so proud of, of everybody there that uh, was able to keep things rolling. And some programs even grew during the pandemic. So, you know, the first year when it was really, really tough. We've got our drivers going again. We've got some people in the schools, but we're not sure about the Madison public school district yet. They haven't decided. That was it. It was really an all hands on deck, virtually kind of experience for the board and the staff.
0: Well, that's wonderful. They're able to get so much done and keep serving people because there's still such a high need in the community. It's just trying to find out how do you serve them when you can't necessarily get close anymore and you can't do this. Yeah,
1: yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So and this a lot of these jobs are really hands-on, you know, or in-person type jobs. So hopefully we've gotten through it now. I don't know.
0: Looking back at your years and years of service with RCP of Dane County, are there some favorite memories or some stories or highlights from your service you could share with us? There are memories from my work
1: with the Red Cross. Memories from the biggest disaster uh, that I was ever involved with: Hurricane Katrina. We were down there just four or five days after landfall, so we, you know, it was still kind of chaotic. I have memories of people pulling together. People came en masse from all over the country to help, and some came with organizations like the military and the Red Cross and faith-based organizations, and some people just left home and came down there and did what they could. It was pretty amazing to see. But most of the RSVP service I've done, it's just been real nice all the way through. You know, there may not be something that just bowls me over, but working with the people, both the other volunteers, the board members, the people on the staff, the associations that I've been able to make, it's it's made my life really meaningful in my retirement. And that's what I would hope that our volunteers get out of it.
0: So that's wonderful. That's so great to hear about the meaning it's helped provide and just the connections with other people that they get through volunteering with RCP of Dane County. Yeah. And Jim, what are some things you're looking forward to doing as part of your volunteer service or your work with the RCP board in the future?
1: I think I'm going to continue as long as I can. I don't think I am. I know I am. I mean, uh, my health is good. My knees are back in service again. I can still see it, I can still turn the steering wheel. I would like to keep it up as long as I can. And we have people who are working in their nineties who are still you know doing what they can, and it's pretty amazing. We even have board members that are in their nineties at least one that I can think of. I have no plans to quit. You know, once I retired from the board i I was sort of early on, and i I put in my couple of years and I said well i, I you know i'm I'm tired of meetings. And so I was off the board for a year. Then I volunteered to come back because I, I missed it so much. Just the associations and helping move something forward that does so much good in the community. Well, that's
0: fantastic. Like, so we just look forward to you keeping moving those things forward and keep helping out people as long as you can into the future. And then, Jim, we just want to say thank you so much for your years of volunteer service and sure. making a difference in the community.
1: And thanks to RSVP for giving me a place to do that.
0: And then just thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us and share about your service today. Up next, we're speaking with Peggy York about her service with RSVP of Dane County. How are you doing today, Peggy?
2: I'm doing fine, thank you. Well, Peggy,
0: could you start off by telling us a little bit about your AmeriCorps Senior Service with RSVP of Dane County?
2: I'm kind of a new volunteer with them, but in the past 10 years I was a volunteer coordinator for SAIL, Sharing Active Independent Life. So I was on the end where I was sending volunteers out to people's homes to give rides, do handyman jobs, shopping, and I would also see how much the volunteers were getting out of it. I mean, there was a lot of friendship formed, They really felt the rewards of it all. So that's kind of how I got into the the volunteering mode. And now that I'm retired, I'm happy to be here with RSVP and finding out all the areas I can be involved in.
0: That's fantastic. So it sounds like you had connections to the program already for quite a while from sending the volunteers out with SAIL to go to different pieces. So what are you doing now as a volunteer yourself?
2: Okay, well, I'm on two committees. I'm on the assessment committee here and through that I'm learning about all the opportunities with RSVP and there's so much more than I realized. And I'm also on the triad committee and I've actually been involved with that for about five years representing my old job. And I definitely wanted to continue with that group. So I'm doing it as a community volunteer now.
0: And so what does the Triad Committee do and what are they trying to achieve in the community?
2: Okay, they put on monthly programs that promote health and safety for the elderly community. And it's a small group of people. We have quite the diverse backgrounds. We have representatives from law enforcement, real estate, administrators from some senior housing facilities, and then my background was in nursing. So we all bring a different perspective. We come up with ideas for these programs every month. And again, with all of our different backgrounds, we never run out of ideas.
0: That's wonderful. And so what are some of the presentations that the Triad has put on over the last few months?
2: We had the Madison Fire Department education person come and speak. This month, we're going to have a car check at a local dealership. And what that involves is they'll you know, do an all-point check on someone's car at no charge. And do any suggestions or anything that needs to be done, especially with winter coming up. And then we'll have the AARP car fit people will be there to help people see where their mirrors should be adjusted and how they should be in their car.
0: That sounds great. And then what are some plans for some things that the group has coming up?
2: Okay, we're looking at uh, falls prevention, especially during the winter months. We're looking at food safety and drugs, looking at expiration dates, looking at supplements, you know, and and trying to get someone, an expert to get out there and talk about what is safe and and how food should be handled, drugs should be stored.
0: That can be a big deal for safety for the individual themselves, for family members to avoid things going the right way or things that could interact together.
2: Yep. Yep a few years ago pre pandemic we would have these programs in person and now we've gone virtual with them and it's really heartening to see how our audience has increased and you know we we get that interaction and the good comments and so it's it's a wonderful program
0: in addition to those committees is there any other Service training in the community is part of RCP of Dane County.
2: Like I said, I'm just kind of getting started with them. So I've been doing mostly committee work, office work, but I'm really looking forward to getting out in the community more. I I used to be more involved when the Triad had their in-person programs, but I'm also learning about different programs that are available here through RSVP that I can get involved in. It's I'm very excited about it.
0: That's wonderful. And you said the assessment committee was helping to analyze what volunteers' needs are out there, what the programs are, what are they doing?
2: What the programs are. The one thing that we did in the past couple of months was to put together a survey that was sent to all the people that received volunteer drivers, Meals on Wheels, and so... Once we got that sent out, I helped with tallying, and I was amazed at the number of you know rides that were given, meals that were delivered. And then also there was an area where the people could make a comment if they wanted to, and the comments were just wonderful. I asked if I could come into the office and type those comments up, and so that was an afternoon where I was just typing all these. And reading how these wonderful volunteers had, you know, helped to support these people to get them to appointments and uh, keep them independent in their homes. And so I just truly enjoyed that afternoon just reading and typing.
0: That's wonderful to to just read about all the tangible differences that people are making with the programs. And then, Peggy, I know you also have a fairly interesting family connection to RCP of Dane County through your grandmother's participation as one of their very early volunteers. So you can tell us a little about that.
2: Yeah, especially with RSVP celebrating 50 years this year. My grandmother was obviously one of the originals and that was back in the 70s. And she was sewing these long terry cloth bibs that were being used at Central Wisconsin Center for the developmentally disabled. At the time, she was in her mid and late 80s, but it was so important to her. I remember she had this little orange oval pin that said RSVP that she wore on her coat. And when she went to a skilled care facility, she had some trouble adjusting. And then she was able to get her sewing machine back at that facility. And so she continued working again and it really helped her to adjust there that giving to the community and and doing some kind of work was so important to her and she also made a lot of friends because she had the sewing machine there on the floor (laughs) so she did mending for other people too while she was there
0: that's wonderful that's such a great way of recognizing how keeping those connections the community and keeping doing things can keep you active and keep giving you a purpose as sometimes you make some transitions in your life. And then looking back at your service since you recently retired and the prior connections you had through working with SAIL, placing some of the AmeriCorps seniors volunteers out doing opportunities in the community. What are some favorite memories or some highlights you can share with us from your experience?
2: Just hearing how important these volunteers are to people to keep them in their homes, get them to their appointments, but also to, to see the friendships that came through these unions and to see how important um, it was to the volunteers themselves.
0: And so, Peggy, why did you decide to start serving with RCP of Dane County?
2: I chose RSVP because it really identifies a need and supports you know, the entire community. And there certainly are a lot of needs, you know, just in our own area here. And I want to be a part of that.
0: That's wonderful. And so, was it your connection with them through the triad that brought you to them, or was it a different experience that brought you to them?
2: Through triad, that I really got to know. And I thought I understood RSVP, but every day I learned that there's so much more that they're doing for the community. And I'm excited to start getting involved in more areas here.
0: That's wonderful. And Peggy, I know you mentioned some things you're looking forward to doing in the future as part of volunteer service with RCV of Dane County. Are there any particular projects or locations or efforts you want to try to start volunteering with over the next few years?
2: Once things open up a little bit more, you know, after the pandemic and that, I hope to be more out in the community and, you know, with the people that we're actually serving. And also, I'm finding out about an area that they have where they do household projects and sewing and knitting, and items are donated to different organizations where they're needed.
0: That's fantastic. Well, Peggy, thank you so much for your volunteer service with RCP of Dane County. And then, thank you so much for your commitment to keeping making a difference in the community and sharing your story and about the fantastic family connection you have as we're celebrating RSVP of Dane County's 50th anniversary. And thank you again to both Jim and Peggy for sharing about their AmeriCorps Senior's Volunteer Service with RSVP of Dane County and giving us two more stories so we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast produced by CERF Wisconsin, I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Serb Wisconsin intern, Anna Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember the S and s file stands for service and you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.